My headache won't go away. I get blurry vision. My balance is awful. I'm exhausted. We can all get these symptoms from time to time. But if you or a loved one notice you're getting a combination of them regularly, don't ignore it. They could be signs of a brain tumour. My headache won't go away. I get blurry vision. My balance is awful. I'm exhausted. To learn more about the common signs of a brain tumour, search Better Safe Than Tumour. Welcome to Let's Talk About Brain Tumours, the podcast where we'll be talking to people who've been affected by a brain tumour diagnosis, either their own diagnosis or the diagnosis of a loved one. We'll also be sharing news and updates from the Brain Tumour Charity about what we're doing to halve the harm and double survival. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Brain Tumour Charity podcast. I'm Chandy and today I'll be joined by Anna, my co-host, and we'll be speaking to Ali, the Campaigns and Communications Manager for the Brain Tumour Charity. We'll be talking about the launch of the new Signs and Symptoms campaign, how you can get involved and what support it might offer for helping challenge the stigma and raise awareness of brain tumours and how they might affect people. So, um, Ali, we'd love it if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself and what your role as Campaigns and Communications Manager at the Brain Tumour Charity kind of involves. Yes, of course. Thank you so much for having me. So I'm Ali. I'm the Campaign and Communication Manager for the Brain Tumor Charity. I joined in October, so time is flying by. <laughs> so my role at the charity is really to lead, manage and launch marketing campaigns, uh, very much like the job title says. <laughs> Um, really what that is is that I manage the the marketing campaigns and any sort of ad hoc projects that come through and what that entails is normally managing the like create the planning first of all um, then managing the creative process putting plans together checking those with all the stakeholders um, and then reworking accordingly <laughs> um, which means that I get to work with pretty much everybody in the charity which is the thing I probably love the most about my role that not only is it super varied uh, but I get to talk to everyone and I love a chat so (laughs) that works in my (laughs) favour and because it's so varied it means like the day-to-day really changes so I can sit down normally and I make write a do list and I will have all these things that I need to do and then one thing will come in and it's I just have to jump on that but it means I go like I have all these different things that I do so I can one minute be reviewing like all this creative and making sure that it's the right format and just yeah a bit of more of a creative role but then on the other hand I can be checking like budgets (laughs) and then I get to do like really fun things as well so it's it's just a really really nice varied role which is what I enjoy so really why I why I'm here. <laughs> Give us an example of some of those fun things that you just mentioned. <laughs> well, um, we love a workshop at the uh, charity. I always say we should really have some sort of relationship with the people who produce like post-it notes because we just love a post-it. <laughs> so that's always really nice. So I think one of the things that is really good is that we collaborate so much. And I know that it's something that we talk about a lot as a charity but not only do we that do that externally but internally so say for example we're looking at building an email journey and um, whether that could be for Brian for example or for the signs and symptoms campaign 
you know, we'll get everybody in a room and we'll have post-its for everyone <laughs> and really kind of work together and say, what would, you know, if, if I was approaching this, what would I do? And it's just really nice to get all those different points of view in, in one room and kind of come up with an idea together. And the most amazing thing about the charity is that we make it happen. So I've been in workshops before um, where one of the things that we were doing is looking at how we could talk about research on our social channels. And one of the things that came up, and it was a passing comment, was it'd be really fun if we could get children to explain what they think research is and, and things like that. And that tiny idea just evolved into um, this series that we launched around, um, I believe it was April time around Easter, called Tiny Voices for Change. Um, and what we did is that we had a day and we had all these pairs um, of children and we were asking them questions. And it was just really just, yeah, just such a good example of how someone can, it's a really nice place that you can just kind of put an idea out there and somebody will go, yeah, we can make that happen. And we did. So that was really fun. That was one of the little projects that I had that I was working on at the same time with signs and symptoms, which was which was great. Oh, wow, that sounds amazing. Tiny voices for change. I love that. <laughs> it was so good. And we launched it on our social media channels um, and kind of did like little episodes of them and they had themes. And um, yeah, it was just brilliant. Uh, we need to think about how we can develop that and do that again because it was such a good day. <laughs> sounds it. At the beginning of July, uh, the charity launched its new signs and symptoms campaign. What has that the launch of the new campaign involved? So that is such a good question. It has been, and you know, this is something that everybody, you know, in the charity is aware of, but it's something that's been in the pipeline for years. It's something that we know we've had to do, that our community has been asking for. Um, which means that, you know, it's obviously it's hugely important for our community, but also for the general public. Um, so because it is so important and it's it's such a complex message to kind of get across. And we really had to be really mindful of what we wanted to communicate to who we wanted to communicate, how we were going to do that. So it's it's we kind of took all the learnings from HeadSmart and decided, you know, what we need is a multi-channel, multi-year campaign that is for the general public. And what's really important is that we bring our community with us, but that we are grabbing the attention of the people who don't know about us, for people who aren't aware of all the signs and all the symptoms. So it has to be really impactful. You know, we live in, in a world and, you know, we know that we are constantly seeing advertising campaigns so much content is created now that what we need to do we need to have something that cuts through that cuts through the noise and grabs people's attention so the way that we kind of went about it was first of all lots of conversations of learning about HeadSmart because um I was obviously new to the charity and um some of the people involved were as well uh, had been there a little bit longer than I had but still learned get all the information like an information download <laughs> from everyone and then taking all of that and all our learnings putting together a creative brief so our plan was that we approached three agencies um, to pitch for the uh, work now that was really important because but we wrote this 
extensive brief. <laughs> I um, actually my background is marketing agency, so I've always been on the other side. So I knew what they needed, <laughs> which was good. <laughs> um, and then we had a series of we had three pitches, and it was a two phased pitch. So the way that we did it was we gave them all the information gave them the plans that we had but what we wanted to see is how they would approach it because it's such a complex message really I know that for the people familiar it's you know we're like oh yeah we know about it but to kind of get that across in a very short space of time is very difficult <laughs> so we wanted them to one understand what we were trying to achieve it was really important that they understand how important this is, not just to us, but to our community. And therefore that they really got us as a charity, because this is like a, is a partnership. It's something that we're going to be working on together. So they need to, to get us really. Mm-hmm. Then one of the things that we also wanted them to do is present media plans. So one of the things, what we wanted was to make sure that we reach as many people as possible and that's why even in the creative brief they said you know who's your audience and I said everyone everyone's my audience um and they were like oh okay <laughs> um so, you know just, brief. yeah simple answer of, um we need everyone to see it but they did understand what I meant and obviously we have focused that a little bit more thinking about the platforms thinking about the channels that we're using so they all presented creative but also media plans and then a bit of a process of how they would manage the campaign and our relationship and um, so yeah that took a couple I think that took probably about a couple of months really in total and then once we selected an agency and selected one of the concepts that they presented and um, a media plan with a media agency what we did is kind of refine refine it slightly um, now that we had that relationship with them and then something that was hugely important was to test it we needed to test it with a cold audience, a warm one, and a, what we called a super warm one. So that's, you know, people who were really involved in the in HeadSmart, were real uh, ambassadors for it, and really helped spread the word. So we needed to make sure that our community was on board and that they understood what we were doing and they were they that they liked it, really. But also bearing in mind that we needed to to make sure that it landed with a cold audience. So we did that with a series of digital um, testing and it almost worked like online focus groups, but everybody can kind of input on there and I had some questions that people would do separately and others that they would do as a group. Um, and we made sure that we had all ages, backgrounds, location in the UK for the moment. Which, you know, once we started getting the results back, we, we knew that we'd we'd got it um Mm. we'd managed to create something that resonated that landed that people understood so once we had all the testing which did take you know it it takes time to do all of these things we we, you know we, we signed the concept off and then from there it was all about creating and rolling it out thinking about the website thinking about those user journeys how do we bring people on board not only because of the campaign but also introducing them to the charity um which is one of the things that we worked on quite hard this is our opportunity to not only educate and empower people to know what they do to do if if they spot signs and symptoms in their cells or 
or loved ones but it's also making sure that if people need us because they spot signs and symptoms they've gone to their GP that they know where we are who we are so we're able to support them so that's why it looks so different because it looks like the brain tumor charity which is really important. I think my question from what you just said was how you said it looks different. Could you elaborate a little bit on that if um, people haven't really seen it yet or they, they don't really know what it is? During the last couple of years, really, HeadSmart has been something that has been available to people, but there hasn't really been a huge push to get it out in the public domain. So what, this was a really a good opportunity for us to refresh it and change slightly the positioning because what we were doing is really a marketing campaign to it's an advertising campaign so the messaging the creative everything needed to evolve so it's relevant to to today and to like I said earlier you know to really cut through the noise and when we were looking at different ways that we could do that we realized one of the things that was really important is that it looks like that also it's a very it's very flexible it needs to be something that has longevity because it we want this to last us for years and years just like HeadSmart did so creating something that we can you know we can change the imagery we can change the signs and symptoms we can start you know once we've really established the campaign and and we can start mixing up the colors so there's things it has that flexibility it's a a simple execution but that allows us to be flexible, diverse, so we can make sure that we can create a different format. So, for example, when you when we look at our media campaign, we have things like washroom um, posters, we have backs of buses, but we also have those really tiny formats that you get on mobile and display. So having something that is flexible enough to, to still look exactly the same throughout all of those um, channels. And what the main aim of the campaign, one of the things, you know, what what is what what do we want is really the, the question that you sit down and say, okay, we need this campaign, but what do we want from it? Is we want to create awareness of the signs and symptoms in children and adults, not giving importance to one or the other really making sure that this is for everybody which means that through the imagery and the way that we've designed it so the signs and symptoms can change we can make sure that we're representing the right audience with this with the right signs and symptoms because there's such a variety of them it's very difficult to create something that shows all of the signs and symptoms so that was a good way of being like okay well even on um like uh, instagram stories we have a version that is slightly longer, which means that we can show six symptoms rather than three. So there is that that flexibility and there's some really good creative coming and that we're going to be testing over the next few months, which I'm so excited to share once it's ready. And the other really important thing is, OK, we want to raise awareness, but we also want people to know what to do. We want to give them that knowledge and that empowerment for them to go to their GP and say, I'm worried about this can we rule it out it's about you know spotting the signs and symptoms making the connection between them and then pushing for what you need it earlier you spoke a lot about the the involvement from people who were really engaged with the headsmart campaign and kind of like the focus groups that you talked about are really important in the development how has it been received since you actually launched the the new new campaign we've had 
so much support and such a positive reaction from our community that it's just brilliant and um, we sent out obviously when we launched we put it out on social media but we also sent an email and one of the things that we asked were you know get in touch if you want a digital pack or if you want a print pack when they're ready uh, or if you wanted you know just keep up to date with campaign and it was just amazing how many messages and how people you know come forward and say yep definitely keep me in the loop can you send me this and, you know, we could, we can't do it without our community. We know we are the people that can have the passion to to spread the word and really understand what we're trying to achieve. So even though, you know, we do want to we're, we're doing this media plan so we make sure that we reach as many people as possible. Our community is just driving that. They are the people that help us the most. So it's just been. Yeah brilliant and at the moment we're kind of going through um the first three months a real test and learn so we're we're touching upon all the channels and we're, we're building materials as we go so I just can't wait to give another update be like now we have this who wants it <laughs> be oh, brilliant. yeah no that sounds really exciting and we'll have to get you back on and you will have to tell us update us um, in a few months of time and see how it's going that would be really exciting to do maybe a follow-up definitely so you mentioned obviously the people from the community and who were really involved with HeadSmart and um, have been really receptive to it and it's been great so I'm kind of going to split this question up into two so what would you say to people who are listening who are already part of that community what can they continue to do following the launch of the campaign well, if you haven't been in touch, definitely get in touch with us <laughs> and um, let us know. Let us know that you're there and, you know, request request the new materials. We, we've got, you know, new branded cards. We have posters. We're going to be producing um, more materials, and more print materials. But at the moment, it's quite digitally led just because we do want to test it. And then once everybody is happy and we've had enough feedback, you know, if we need to make any changes, we're able to. And then we, we can go with that print run. But get in touch, not only if you want to help us spread the word, but if you have any ideas, if you know anyone that has, you know, a connection somewhere that we're able to get in touch with them, please. We're so open to any ideas, any contacts, anything. Just, yeah, get in touch. Let us know. And we'll, like I said, I will try and make it happen. There's no idea that we'll say no to you know we will consider it and um, if we're able to do it we absolutely will. <laughs> Great and then for the people who are maybe relatively new to the brain tumor charity community and are just fin figuring out what all these campaigns and things mean and what would you say to them? So firstly again get in touch ask us any questions that you might have also if there's things that you think oh how, you know I know about the campaign and I, you know, I understand that, you know, you want us to help us spread the word. But if there are, if you want to have a conversation about, you know, could I go to schools or could I go to a GP or could I do this? What we're going to do is that we're going to start preparing these packs that means that they're quite tailored to the audience. So say, for example, we'll have a school pack or a GP pack, a corporate pack. And what that will include is a letter, a bit of a cover letter that will explain the campaign, will help you um, say if you want to get in touch with anyone and it'll have some example copy of what, you know, how you can approach them. Um, with the key messages and and that sort of thing so it's a little bit of a guide of 
here's a letter, here's everything that you can you can take. So it might be, you know, be posters, card, if we have any merchandise, we'll in a later date we'll try and include that as well. But just the the first point would be get in touch with us and we're more than happy to to help you figure out, you know, what what you need or what we can give you to help us help us spread the word. Because I've talked a lot about print, but it could be digital as well. You know, we have a fantastic social video that we'd love for people to share on their channels. It could just be as quick as that as, oh, just repost it on my LinkedIn or my Twitter or whatever it is. So, um, yeah, we have a variety and we'll keep building on that. So. If people after listening to this are keen to get in touch, um, where should they go? How can they do that? So they, there's two ways they can do it. They can either go on the HeadSmart website, which is headsmart.org.uk, um, and they can find the email address within that um, homepage or just email us directly on info at headsmart.org.uk. Thank you to Ali for your time and for coming along to speak to both me and Anna because I think it's really informative for both of us because I remember when HeadSmart was just launched first time round, I feel really old saying that now like <laughs> being around when it, <laughs> but um yeah no it's really powerful to see how it's changed how the work's been done what works going on behind the scenes to make it something bigger and and reach more people Definitely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me it's an absolute pleasure honestly when um it was mentioned that uh, this might be something that I can do um yeah it was buzzing I couldn't wait I love talking about it I uh, feel like I've been talking about it for the last gosh at least nine months so yeah anyone else wants to know please <laughs> I'm more than happy to chat <laughs> yeah no thank you so much like Chadi said that was so informative and it's just so clear how passionate you are about it and I think that's exactly what the charity needs is just people who are really passionate and really wanting to make that change so it's been incredible speaking to you and we really appreciate it thanks again for listening to this episode of the brain tumor charity podcast I hope you found it helpful whether you've been diagnosed with a brain tumor or a family member or friend has the charity are there to help call 0808 800-0004 that's 0808-800-0004 for more information you can also visit thebraintumorcharity.org to find out more about the new signs and symptoms campaign we hope you enjoyed today's episode don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode if you'd like more information you can visit our website at thebraintumorcharity.org or email our support team at support at thebraintumorcharity.org and finally, before you go, if you enjoyed this podcast, please can you leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts so we can reach more people and raise more awareness. Tamsin and I work in the individual giving team at the Brain Tumor Charity. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you or a loved one have been diagnosed with a brain tumor and are worried about your finances, the Brain Tumor Charity's Benefits and Money Advice Clinic, run in partnership with Citizens Advice, is here to help you. Our expert advisors can help you access the financial support you're entitled to, as well as give advice on how to make the most of your money. To make an appointment with our Benefits and Money Advice Clinic, Visit our website at thebraintumorcharity.org slash money or call our support team on 0808 800 
triple zero four.